Okay, so I'm here with Linton Vassell, Bellator heavyweight. Linton, how are you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So it's been just over a month since we last saw you in the cage. How have you been keeping since then? Been good. Back to training, back to normal schedule, healthy and just good to go. So waiting for Bellator to pretty much get back to me and let me know what's next. Good, good. Um, so last fight last month, pretty dominant victory, second round, mm -hmm. ground and pound. Um, tell me about that fight from your perspective. So for me, the game plan was, you know, start off on the feet, beam up on the feet. Eventually, it will go down whether I take him down, drop him, or vice versa. Um, the game plan was, yeah, to, you know, eventually beat him up on, on the ground and, and sub him up. And pretty much the game plan went to plan, you know. For the whole week, I was doing ground and pound, um, practicing my moves and stuff. And, yeah, it worked out perfectly. I couldn't, couldn't ask for a better, better fight. See, I was going to ask about that because it was actually him that initiated the takedown, wasn't it? And then you just found, that's and then, but then pretty quickly you were able to gain control. Yeah, so he, he went for the takedown. I ended up reversing him, yeah. got top um, um, top position, able to you know lay down the elbows. I could hear him moaning when I was on when I was on top. So, in, in my eyes, that gave me the extra little bit of boost. Yeah. Well, you know, I knew I was hurting him. I knew he wanted out. And after landing a couple of elbows, you know, um, the ref was like, basically telling him, if yeah. you don't defend a bit more, I'm going to stop it. So I just carried on. You know, something's going well when you can hear him moaning on the ground, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it was the second time he went for the takedown. Yeah. I reversed and he just shouted, ah! <laughs> so, yeah, I, I knew it was time to time him off. Talk me through that fight week a little bit on the whole, because it was obviously very different being that we're in the middle yeah. of the pandemic. How was the Bellator fight week affected, basically, by that? So, yeah, so it's totally different compared to what I'm usually, you know, used to. So the day we get there, we get quarantined straight away. We stay in our rooms for two days and then we get tested. Sorry, we go in our room the first day we get there. Yeah. We get tested, then we have to stay in our rooms until the following day, once we get our results back. And then once we've got our results back, we can go and train, go and get food, but then we have to head straight back, yeah. back to our rooms. So it's, I, w I wouldn't say, um, it, it was challenging because you have to go back to a room, you have to watch TV, and I like to be active a little bit, yeah. go and see sites and, and walk around yeah. and train when I want to be able to train, you know, but the no crowd, it didn't affect me too much. No. It, was, it was so different though. Um, less nerves anyway, for definitely. It was definitely less, less nerves. I suppose you get that benefit of being able to hear um, the opponent's corner as well. I assume that might not have helped because he might have been talking Brazilian. I don't know. But, or possibly yeah, but and the thing was, I wasn't even listening to his to his yeah. corner. Yeah, I wasn't listening to his corner. I was listening to Ong and, and my corner man, um, Marquez Jackson. That's what I was listening to. Yeah. Do you think some fighters would use that as an edge and think, oh, I might be able to hear his instructions? Or do you think in most fighters' eyes, they're just purely focused on themselves? Some people may, but yeah, for me, I, I, I don't care what his corner was telling him. Yeah. Um, how was camp then? Because you're obviously 
part of a pretty yeah. big team down at Sanford MMA. How was I know you're obviously in Florida. It's a pretty open, it's a pretty open state, but um, yeah. how were you able to build a camp and get in fight shape in a time when so, you're limited? Yeah, since the pandemic happened, we closed for for about a month. And yeah, since, you know, um, April, we've been open. So I was always able to train, you know, and stay ready for, for a phone call. So it didn't affect us in that way. So I had my training partners already, had the coaches there. So my training camp had been pretty much about eight months. You know, I'm just waiting for a call. And as soon as I got the call and signed the contract, I just, you know, um, stepped it up. Yeah, um, was there a specific moment? Because obviously you've had a couple of fights at heavyweight now. Was there a specific yeah. moment when you were fighting at light heavyweight when you thought about, like, I should move up now? Yeah. Um, definitely after I lost to Bader, mm-hmm. I was thinking, yeah, I think, you know, maybe it, I might have to go to heavyweight. But then I had two more fights. That's no, why one more fight at light heavyweight. And, yeah, after that fight, I was like, it's time to... yeah. Time to leave light heavyweight behind me. Because obviously you're a very big light heavyweight, aren't you? Yeah, I used to cut a good twenty to th- um twenty five to thirty pounds. So you know, it, it definitely got taxing on my body. Yeah, obviously another big light heavyweight going after heavyweight soon, John Jones. How do you think he's going to do? Coming speaking from your experience, you know, you know what? I think he'll do well. I think he will do well at um at heavyweight because he's a big guy. And I think John John's smart enough to probably have done, you know, heavyweight a few times in the gym, you know, put the size on, especially while he's he's been suspended for so long. It, it definitely, I think, tested the waters and see how he would handle that heavyweight. Yeah. I think he'll do well. Um, you mentioned him a minute ago, Ryan Bader, obviously the champion at heavyweight. Um, with your last win, you've put yourself right in contention. So... Um, what do you think you would do differently if you were to fight him again? Without giving too much away, of course. Yeah, too much away. Well, I definitely won't be trying to take him down. Yeah. You know, I feel like that was a bit stupid. But you live and learn, and I've definitely learned my lesson. So that's one thing I'll definitely be doing different. What did you well, What did you gain from that experience of being in the cage with him and now seeing him at heavyweight? even though he beat you, do you think you have an edge over some of the other heavyweights? Yeah, and I, and I feel like it has shown. My my light heavyweight career is different to my, my heavyweight career. Like, I was cutting cutting weight. Yeah, again, I beat some of, the, some of the top guys, and I lost, obviously, to some of the top guys. But I feel like without cutting that weight, I can actually concentrate on my skill level and staying healthy and, you know, just getting better rather than, oh, it's fight camp, let me run, run, run. You end up overtraining, you know? And I feel like two finishes in my in my last um, my last two, two heavyweight fights and I finished two top guys, you yeah. know what I mean? So I definitely think it showed. So I think you said you think you're about one fight away. So who do you want uh, uh, yeah. What kind of opponent are you looking at next? So I'm, I'm looking at Modoski, Valentin Modoski. Yeah. That's the fight I feel like needs to happen again. You know, we fought once yeah. a couple of years ago. He he won. I definitely think the rematch is um, is needed. And then yeah, I feel like a title fight is next. 
Talk to me about the experience of training at such a world-class team as Sanford MMA. Because obviously you've got so many guys, so many world-class guys, UFC guys, Bellator yeah. guys. How yeah. in, how intense is that experience on the mats there? It's, it's out of this world. It really is. And until you actually come here and train, it's hard to, hard to put into words. Again, we have the best coaches, the best team, team um, teammates, it's just a good family. Yeah. It's not a team, it's, it's a family. Yeah. You know, some days I wake up and I just don't want to go in, mm. you know, because I don't know, because um, my body's hurting, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, but yeah, um, it's definitely one of the best things I did is moving from England yeah. to here. Yeah, yeah um, so who who do you train with the most? Who are your closest friends in MMA training at Sanford, would you say? Um, so it's me, Steve Murray, Steve Murray, um, heavyweight in Bellator. Yeah. Uh, we've known each other for six years. We've always been training together. Mm. It's, it's been us two for a long time while other heavyweights come yeah. in and out. So he's, he, quite, he's, he's quite a big guy as well, isn't he? Six, eight. Really? Yeah, so he's been my main um, training partner. Um, we have Victor Pesta as well. He comes from Czech Republic yeah. for now and then. And again, he's been there. Um, every time you can come back, he's been there for a good, good solid probably four years, you know. Um, but yeah, they're, they're they're just two of the of my of my heavyweight um, companions. Yeah, just want to get your take on someone quickly because you talk about the yeah. intensity in the gym. Um, I don't know if you saw Max Holloway's performance at the weekend. Um, I did. Everyone's talking about it, and everyone says it was probably one of the best performances yeah. ever. <laughs> but yeah, I, I did. So I will need to have a, have a look and see what everyone's um, talking about. Part of the talk after that fight has been he did no no sparring in that camp. So what yeah. do you think of that? Do you think that maybe guys should be doing a bit less sparring now? Or do you think... It's I, I, I agree with that. I don't spar myself yeah. often. Like, I haven't sparred since I've been back and I've been training since my fight. You know, I, I, I feel like you don't need to take unnecessary headshots yeah. and take damage for no reason. If I have teammates that are fighting and need me to get ready, I'm, I'm, I'm always there. But other than that, if, if no need, I don't think you need to get them hit hard shots. I feel like the, the, the drilling work, like the wrestling, the kickboxing, the boxing, you know I mean? Hitting pads and stuff, the jujitsu is what, is what you need. Strength conditioning, that's, that's the kind of, of, of work you need yeah. to level, not always, you know, Taking blows just to, oh, it's sparring day, let's go hard. I'd, I'd rather learn myself. Yeah. Um, what sort of mindset do you prefer to be in when you fight? Are you one of these guys who likes to fight calm or do you like to hype yourself up? And when you're backstage, how do you get in that right, right frame of mind for you? Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit of both. I'm, I'm calm and, I'm, and I'm, I'm hype. Yeah. You know, I like a bit of both. Um, and it also depends on on who you're fighting as well, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, you know, diff different people um, need different kind of training, I think, for as well. But I'm a bit of both. Yeah. And so, how do you how are you able to manage that backstage to get to make sure you're in the right frame of mind to go out? So, there? so as as we all walk to the to the arena, I'm nice and chilled. Got my music on playing, having a little laugh, having a chill. And then when it's fight, I get pumped up mm. when I'm hitting the pads, but then I'm back to chill again, yeah. listening to my music. And when it's time to, to walk out, I start getting hype again. 
What sort of music are you listening to? So I listen to um, hip hop, but UK hip hop. Yeah. Yeah, the Stormzy. Yeah. So yeah. my favorite artists is Gigs also. Yeah. Uh, and also listen to a lot of um, hip, um, hip hop, um, reggae, but, yeah. but fast reggae like Bashment. So a guy I listen to is, is Vibes Cartel. Right. Yeah, so Vibes Cartel, Busy yeah. Signal, Vado, Popcorn. <laughs> so um, I, have, I have a bit of everything. Nice. Um, just cut on one minute left. Um, big, yeah, no fight this, big fight this weekend, of course. Conor McGregor, Dustin Poirier. Talk to me about yeah. how you see that fight going. Conor probably would do Conor, you know, but I would like to see Dustin you know, um, get this one, you know, um, but it, it's it's going to be interesting because, again, Connor hasn't been as active, you know, as Dustin. Dustin's obviously got a lot better as well since they last fought. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm going to go for Dustin. You're going to go for Dustin? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go for Dustin, yeah. You finish or do you think he takes it to a decision? I think, I think he finishes him as well because okay. it's yeah. five rounds, right? Yeah, five rounds, yeah. Yeah, so I think I feel like he, he, he'll be so prepared for this. I think he'll want to correct, you know, his, his last loss to Connor because it was pretty quick as well, if I remember right. Yeah, it was quick, yeah. So, yeah, he won't want that. I think he'll come out a lot more patient, you know I mean, take his time. And I think he'll want to take um, Connor into, into deep waters. How do you think someone like Connor, who obviously it's all about the show for him, how is he going to be affected by having a smaller yeah. crowd in the building? So that may play a big part. He hasn't got the fans yeah. to, to feed off. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's gonna be a big part actually. Yeah. You know, but I think I think, yeah, Dustin will take him later into later rounds, I think, and beat him maybe third or fifth. Um third or fourth round. Nice. Um just lastly, what are your goals for twenty twenty one? Obviously you said you waiting to get back in there. Do you do you see yourself fighting for the heavyweight title this year? Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah. Pardon me, sorry. If not next, then pardon me, keep burping, sorry. <laughs> if not next, then at least two fights away, I think. Yeah. I really, um, I really do. This year I'm becoming world champion. Yeah, and once we're allowed fans back, we'd love to see you fight here in the UK as well. I, I can't wait. I can't wait. Love to have you back because it's been a little while. It really has. Yeah. So thanks for joining me here today. Um any uh, shout out? Any shout-outs you want to give or where can anyone watching this follow you and find out what you're doing? So, yeah, follow me on Instagram. That's LDV underscore The Swarm. And a shout-out to every single one of you out there. The love is real. Respect, guys. Awesome, man. Thanks very much, yeah? Thank you. Good luck, man. Appreciate it. Cheers, mate.